0: So, we're now going to swap over, and we have our third five minute uh, session. So, this time we have Joe Lancaster, who's talking about real life responsive. So, Joe is a web designer and all round geek based in Oxford who ran pen and pixel design until two weeks ago, when she couldn't resist an offer to join the amazing team at White October, uh, a designer build agency specializing in web and mobile apps. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Lancaster. Hi everyone. Um, so I'm going to be talking about uh, real life responsive design and uh, I thought I'd just give you a bit of background about why, why I'm talking about this today. So 18 months ago I set up my, my business, I quit my job and set up pen and pixel design and I was quite quiet for the first couple of weeks, didn't really have any clients so I spent quite a lot of time um, sat with, with, with my cat Twiglet and uh, we read some books, we caught up on some articles and, <coughs> excuse me. One of the things I did a lot of reading about was uh, responsive design. And it really, I'd heard about it before, but this sort of downtime gave me the chance to actually sort of really read about it. And it really struck a chord with me, and it was something that I decided I really wanted to do a little bit more of. So um, at this point, I decided that all the sites I was going to build um, through my business were all going to be responsive in some way, shape, or form. And I'd never done any responsive design before or development, so it was a pretty steep learning curve. Um, it kind of felt like when you're climbing a mountain and you kind of get to the top of the ridge and you think you're at the top and then you find there's another ridge behind it and there's always more to learn and you never quite get to the top. So um, yeah, today I thought I would share a couple of the lessons that I've learned uh, through this process and um, sort of some of the mistakes I've made and how I've kind of got around them. So uh, lessons Joe has learned. So, the first lesson I've learned is about my process. So, when I look back at what my process used to be, I cringe a little bit. It was pretty linear and it kind of went something like, uh, I get a brief from a client, I design them a website, I present it to them, I push it to the developer, uh, we shoehorn some content in at the end and then we hopefully launch the site, possibly. Um, and as you can imagine, there's some serious issues with this process and... Uh, there was a lot of misunderstandings, miscommunications between the client and me and the developers. And um, this just only seemed to get worse with the with responsive design projects. So what I've learned from this is how important it is to collaborate right from the beginning of projects. Um, and the last few few things I've run, I've managed to get everyone sat around a table right at the beginning. So we've got the client, developer, content strategist, designer, Hopefully UX as well, you know, anyone you can get around. We sit around a table and hash out our ideas and, and kind of, um, bring, if you bring all that expertise to the table at once, I think, um, it, it just really helps. We managed to like anticipate problems before they became problems and also came up with some really interesting ideas that I don't think we would have come up with if we'd all been working separately. Okay. And then we got lesson number two. So I was forgetting who I was designing for. I get pretty excited by all the cool new um, techniques and tech that you um, that come up with responsive design um, shiny navigation stuff like that and I have to remind myself quite often that it's not all about that and there's a lot more that goes into responsive design than just those shiny buttons and slightly, slightly navigation stuff so um, you can it's really easy just to concentrate on making something look really pretty on your iPhone um, and you kind of push the boring stuff to the side so I don't know crap 3d connections or uh limited download um limits and stuff like that you kind of just don't worry about those but so what I'd encourage everyone to do is always consider your users so I ask myself questions all the time thinking who's using this project, this product, in, in what context is this particular feature going to be used and why is it useful to the user? And I think if you can make it work well by ask, asking those questions, um, and you deliver what the user wants in a range of contexts, um, and scenarios, uh, quite often the design just falls into place afterwards, um, and you can maybe spend more time on the fun tech stuff at the end as well. Okay. And my, uh, point number three, is, oh sorry, I messed up my slides. Um, So uh, lesson number three, and I've messed up my notes as well, it's all going wrong, Um, is about uh, learning to let go. So um, as a designer, I'm primarily a designer, and I like to uh, uh, get everything perfect and have it all right, and I've had to learn to let go. And um, I've kind of uh, tried to learn that Pixel Perfect isn't the same as, um, as Attention to Detail, and you can still make a really nice website that doesn't have to look the same on all screens. And this is a problem that i found a lot of my clients have as well, particularly those who are business owners and are used to being completely in control of everything they do. And there's no point getting frustrated with them. It's not their area of expertise, it's yours. And I think you just have to sit down and um, take them through it slowly, and that can really help. Um, make your project go smoother. So, um, sort of in conclusion, I've maybe kind of gone through a couple of, of questions that and, that I, I've come across and tried to solve them, but there's a whole lot more that are raised um, through responsive design. So, you know, as a designer I'm thinking uh, how can I be presenting static comps now? It doesn't feel right, but yet designing in the browser isn't something I really feel comfortable with yet. Um, and sort of as a UX guy, uh, how how am I prototyping and testing stuff that You know, on one screen when actually in the real life, in real life, the website could be being used anywhere and anyhow. Um, as a content strategist, how am I advising my clients to write good content for all the different devices? And as a developer, what tech should I be using? Should I be going mobile first or desktop down? There's just so many questions that arise. Um, so if you guys have, any of you guys have had any similar issues or you have any thoughts about what I've said, I'd really like it if you came and chat to me or, um, drop me an email. Or tweet me at Joe Snow. Thank you very much.